search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents... Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Welcome back to not another true crime podcast we're sorry for leaving you guys hanging but rest assured we're back now and we won't leave you again i'm Never sarah again. levine <laughs> and i'm danny murphy and we're your partners in wine crime and you know we're here with you for some time <laughs> gonna be recording this from the nursing home <laughs> oh my god honestly uh, what a way i got I mean... another thing about oj simpson <laughs> i mean like just take your meds take t- shelby drink your juice yeah Oh my gosh. Okay, so something weird has been happening to me. Number that sounded ominous. It's not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sarah, what? No, sorry. Um, okay, so one thing is like I've been getting these insane spam calls, which is so fucking annoying. Ugh. But now they're getting more advanced where they'll call me like three times from the same number and which makes me think it's important. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll pick up. And then I pick up and it's just beep and I'm like, fuck you people. Oh damn! I didn't know they. I didn't know like they evolved for that. It's evil, and they're also spoofing my area code, oh, which they've what, been doing. It's so evil. Always happens for me, or it's like the first six numbers of my phone number. Yes, and then the last ones are just a little bit different. I'm like, I'm not expecting like a long lost phone twin to ever reach <laughs> out to me. I don't know why they think that that would make me go. Long lost oh, phone I can twin. Them. It's like no. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, so that's been happening and that's annoying. And I picked up today, which means I'm going to be my phone's gonna blow up from all the spam calls because it really is a pyramid scheme because for everyone I answer, I get like three more from slightly different numbers. I know I'm convinced it's those like the people who are calling are the companies that own the stuff that like are like use our program and you won't get scam calls again. Oh yeah, like the the Norton virus people. Yes, literally, yeah. Yeah, so pray for my phone. In other news, I've been getting these weird messages that I'm like, I don't know what this could be, but it's just like, I guess because now on Facebook, you can cross message to Instagram. Oh, I didn't so know I've that. been getting these Instagram DMs from people I don't know that are just like random middle-aged people, apparently. And it just says, Sarah, call me. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, I will do no such thing. You're like, I don't want to, I can't call anybody. I'm not gonna, I'm afraid of phone calls. It's true, but I'm also like, what? What could this be? I, I do have a theory as to what it would be, but I don't have actual evidence. Um, but my theory is that it's that scam that is like we ha- it's like that dating app scam where um, guys will be matching with this hot girl and and she'll be like, all right, let's exchange nudes. So they do. And then they get them on the phone and they're like, this is the FBI or like this is that girl's dad. Oh. Uh, she's underage. Now you're in possession of child porn. Give me $2,000 or we won't call the FBI. Yes. You think I should call them back? <laughs> I think you definitely should not call them, even if you do get some cash from it. Because also, are they your friend? It's, how do they find you on Facebook? That's the thing. Like, I thought that I had my privacy settings on absolute luck. I apparently don't. And that is definitely alarming. I'm going to just deactivate. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Bye. 
So yeah, that's definitely like scary. You're just deactivating from life. Yeah. And then aside from that, have you gotten those messages from random bot accounts that are like, oh, this brand wants to work with you. Go oh, message them. Oh, when it's like, them. hey, we want you to be like our honey ambassador for yeah. our honeycomb farm. Follow this other account and then you can become a honey ambassador. And I'm like, a what? No. Yeah. I'm like, wait, so why do we have like bot middlemen if the brand wanted to work with me i feel pretty confident that they would just reach out to me yeah and then when you go to the account and it's just like 40 followers and it's just people that comment like yay and i'm like okay so these are all just like inside jobs going on my god it's so bizarre i will say that um usually in the new year we tend to get like an influx of mlm shit like hey girl do yeah, you want to lose weight true. have you gotten anything i haven't no i'm kind of hurt I honestly, I'm surprised I haven't gotten as much. I've gotten like maybe two or three pitches in my in my tenure, which is really not as much as I would think that I would get just based on how much how much of that I see in like all the Facebook groups that I'm in. Oh my God, right? Yeah, there's some... I wonder if it's based on like area because some people I feel like get inundated with them like day in, day out. That's true. I also don't know that many people selling it. I think... If I had more girls who went to my high school who were now like selling these products, I would get more pitches. That's true. But we are going to talk about an MLM today. Ooh, yes. A kind of historic one. I was going to say, it's a classic. <laughs> it is a classic. We've gotten many requests for this. Um, we're going to be talking about Herbalife. Herbalife. Yes, I, I, I like your dramatic flair. Oh, my the flair. I mean... I'm very close with them because I was on a plane with like an entire crew of Herbalife people once. So, wait, <laughs> tell me everything. They were, it was a, well, it's so funny because it was on a flight from New Orleans back to New York and there was an Herbalife convention in New Orleans the entire time because I no. remember being like seeing all the shirts and stuff and I was just like, what the fuck is this going? Oh, like, God. where are we? What's happening? And then they were all on my flight home, which ended up getting delayed three times. So then I started to bond with them, honestly. Oh my god! They yeah, they started selling, selling you shakes. No, because I was just busy chugging martinis because of all the delays. <laughs> and they were like, "Well, actually, if you spike this with our fat booster or whatever the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> I could see you like starting." Because I feel like you were very good at just chatting random people up, like at bars. Oh, it's my favorite. So I, I feel like you could start as like them pitching you, and I, I could see it ending with like you recruiting them all for your downline, Ooh. and like just flipping it on them over yes. like the course of a bottle of wine. Oh, <laughs> my MLM will just be like, get drunk with me, and then you go get drunk with someone else. That's my MLM passing it forward. I mean, I'll be in your downline for that, guys. You know, <laughs> there's no harm to it. I love it. I love it. I don't. I don't think I really have many Herbalife experiences. Um, I actually. I feel like most of the people I know in MLMs are like doing the beauty ones, like skincare or the shampoo. We talked about that, the Monate, um, and and not the like the health fitness yeah. stuff. I don't know. I don't really know anybody who does the health stuff. Yeah, I, I did know someone like years ago, my old camp counselor, who was like selling Plexus and was Ooh. very annoying about it. Um, so I unfriended her. But that was like many years ago. I don't know a single person selling Herbalife. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, it kind of it was. It's it's more. It's a because it's a retro one. <laughs> it is. It is retro because it was started like quite a while ago. Um, it was started in 1980 by 
a guy named Mark R. Hughes. He had kind of an interesting success story, which I think is probably why people get so wrapped into Herbalife. But he only had a ninth grade education, and he became interested in nutrition when his mother died of a prescription pill overdose, which like put him on his career path. And then in 1976, he became a distributor for Slender Now, which is exactly what it sounds like. Danny, take a guess. <laughs> a weight loss product. It kind of it. It scares me because it's like a Slender Man, which freaks me out. But ah, I love how in the 80s, they just they didn't even try to have creative branding. They were just like, get thin. <laughs> yeah, just like be less fat. And you're like, okay. Like legit. <laughs> and that's like on the front page of Red Book Magazine. Yeah, love it. <laughs> so then Hughes like became one of the top sales reps at Slender Now, and he remained at the top until the company failed in 1979. Then he started to sell exercise equipment and weight loss stuff for another company. And then in 1980, he teamed up with Richard Marconi, who was a former colleague at Slender Now, to start Herbalife. Ooh, they always like to bond, these former MLM colleagues. I mean, you can't start a pyramid scheme alone, which is why you and I are going into business together. (laughs) I think Slender Now was also an MLM, which was how he got the idea for the format of Herbalife. And he started like selling Herbalife out of his car and became a millionaire within five years, which is pretty impressive. Hey, hats off. And um, they became known for their slogan, lose weight now, ask me how. Because they would wear these like shirts that would say that and be like in the commercials. And Herbalife was also known for their meal replacement shakes. I mean, very slim fast energy, I guess. Yeah. It just is like slim fast, the pyramid scheme. True. Yeah. What is just like it's my read? You can just go to a, like a local grocery store and get slim fast if that's what you're really craving and go for that. Yeah. Which they do bring up in the the documentary Betting on Zero, which I thought was on Netflix. They took it off because Netflix just is determined to take off everything that I want to watch. I, yes, I went to Netflix to try to watch it and then it wasn't there. And I was like, where, what the. They always switch their programs, and that's a different thing that really annoys me. Yeah, and I know I, I had watched it before, but I wanted to rewatch it, and I did buy it on YouTube, <laughs> 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 which is the real pyramid scheme. It's like paying to rent stuff, you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, of course, uh, with any MLM, we got some lawsuits and fines. Oh, yeah. That go on with their family, with the little groups. So uh, in 1986, they got in trouble with California regulators who claimed that the company made inaccurate medical claims. Uh, Weird. Lose weight now is an inaccurate medical claim. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right. They settled by paying 850K in fines while admitting no wrongdoing and agreeing to take some of the products off the market. This is like a classic pyramid scheme move where they're like, okay, we'll pay you a gajillion dollars, but we're not going to admit that we're wrong. Right? It's just like, I mean, I guess if they have that much money to throw around, they're like, we will never be wrong. We'll just pay you. They're basically paying them off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, in October 2020, so that was a a pre-Hilaria, but post-pandemic reality. (laughs) Oh my God, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Herbalife paid $123 $123 million after DOJ investigated Herbalife for violating the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. That's a lot of millions. That's a lot of money. That's also like, I didn't even know they would have like that much money. But I guess they did. I guess it is one of they the big have, ones. 
I because I feel like when all your money is essentially just like regurgitated back into the company. That's true. <laughs> they it's <don't>, like <laughs> they're not really losing any cash. Yeah. So they uh, bribe Chinese officials to grow businesses there between 2007 and 2016. And about a year earlier, Herbalife paid the SEC $20 million. They're paying so many people so much money all the time. They paid the SEC $20 million to settle charges that it uh, misled investors on its China business model. Love it. It's like, I mean... Talk about just like being able to throw truly money at all your problems. I know. If only to be as rich as Herbalife without actually like, you know, scamming people out of life savings. I mean, come on. Uh, In a 2019 recording, then CEO Rich Gudis was caught telling an employee to ignore expense limits in China. And in 2016, Herbalife paid $200 million to the Federal Trade Commission to settle charges that it uh, deceived customers into believing they can make lots of money selling the products. Uh, however, it didn't officially call Herbalife a pyramid scheme, which I don't get, uh, but I guess it's like that fine print situation. But it said yeah. most distributors don't make money or lose money. Yeah, that was actually like a big deal. The fact that these claims that you can become financially independent and like make so much money or declared misleading, I think is like a pretty big deal and like i don't know i feel like at their conventions they just have all these people being like and you're gonna get a million dollars and you're gonna rah, rah, rah. it's very yeah it's very like a preachery with that yeah yeah it's very like it's like big mega church energy yes i think so as you probably already guessed the structure of herbalife is there like a straight up multi-level marketing company Their website says our products are available exclusively through educated and trained Herbalife nutrition distributors, which number one, what is that education? Like I want to see some uh, degrees. Education connection. Yeah, literally. Education connection. (laughs) And then it also says distributors are independent entrepreneurs who set up their own business and decide when and where they work and do so on their own terms. So the translation for that is they're independent contractors. They don't get any benefits. They have like no rights, basically. They don't even have the right to like make a certain amount of money, like a minimum wage. Great. It's excellent. So I, I of course, like looked up their income, dis- income disclosure statement. This is based on 2019 data, and they weren't nearly as in-depth as a lot of the other income disclosure statements that I read. Like they kind of worded it in a weird way. Like the other ones I've looked at are like, this percentage of distributors made this money, this percentage made this money. Here's kind of what they say. They said 50% of their first year distributors made more than $175 in a month, which like big whoop. It's a pretty low bar. I'm like, does that even pay for like your gas in a month? Like I don't drive, so I actually don't know, but (laughs) yeah, Uh, I don't know either. No, it does. I feel like, but still. And then they said the top 10%, which is about 2,200 people, earned more than $1,030 in one month. And then the top 1%, which is about 220 people, earned more than $4,740 in one month. So this is all like backwards worded, but basically what they're saying is that 90% of people don't make more than a little over $1,000 a month. 99% of people don't make more than $4,700 in their 
in a month in their first year. They they just worded it all really weird and backwards. Well, that's because that's the way they get away with everything. I feel like it's just right. all in the wording. They hi- they hire like I don't even know what the job person is called for it, but they're just like make this not make sense so that we can't get in trouble. Right. I mean, that is to say that like the majority of people are not like earning a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, even though they want to they want to be all uh, unclear about that. So that's like in your first year for all the other distributors. The prospects are kind of better, but like not really. So for all the other distributors, about 50% earned more than $265 in one month, which is still really not anything to write home about, I feel like. Especially if like you're employed? No. And then the top 10% earned more than $3,335 in a month, which is about 4,600 people. So again, the top 10% are earning like a decent monthly salary. Thought, yeah. Wait, what's... Eh, no, that's like entry level, right? 3335. I'm literally doing this, you guys. Times 12 is what, like 40? Okay, so the top 10% of people are earning a $40,000 a year. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the top 1% earned more than $14,755 in a month, which oh, like, now... yes, is a lot of money. Now we talk. But that's only about 460 people. I know. And get this, it usually takes between five and 11 years to get to that level. That's a lot of Herbalife. (laughs) It's a lot of Herbalife. It's a lot of like chalky shakes. It's a lot of time. And I can't imagine how much inventory is required of this. And I got to say, I mean, after them chalky shakes, like your bathroom going to break. You need, you're you yes. going to need to make $14,000 a month because you're going to have to repair your plumbing. <laughs> yeah. I do want to talk about betting on zero. So here's the deal. So in 2012, Bill Ackman, who's this big um, hedge fund guy, shorted a billion dollars worth of Herbalife stock. And I truthfully can't explain how it works. Like Bill Ackman had this whole analogy where it's like, if you have these coins that are worth a certain amount of money, but I think they're worthless and I borrow the coins. And I'm like, I still don't get how this makes you money. Oh, I, I don't understand how anyone makes money from stocks. That is also true. I'm just, that is also true. Too. Yeah. So um, basically he essentially bet that the stock would be worthless. Hence the name betting on zero. That's what he did. Um, at the time when he announced he was doing this, the Herbalife stock fell 20% um, You know, after Ackman said that he was shorting it. So they did this documentary. I think they kind of did the documentary because they knew they were sort of losing their, their short and they hoped to have like a good PR push to get the stock to fall. That's my theory. So the documentary betting on zero just kind of like detailed his crusade to prove that Herbalife is a pyramid scheme. And it also kind of exposed how Herbalife um, targets like low immigrant Latino communities. They had a, a very obvious and strange placement in a really popular telenovela, for example. Really? Yeah. Um, and they would have their distributors make promises that, you know, you can earn the American dream by opening up these health clubs. And this is like the weird part that's not really, that goes beyond what you see on Facebook because like people would take out loans to open up these Herbalife health clubs that were kind of like smoothie shops, but that would only sell Herbalife stuff, which like who the hell wants that? That's like a, 
Yeah, there's you need to have like because even smoothie places have like little like brownies sometimes too because you need a little diversity for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was weird and even in the doc they show Herbalife documents that literally say that it isn't about how many four dollar shakes that you sell, but how many people who come into the store basically who you're able to then flip into your downline. And also a lot of these people in the documentary, which then I think tried to sue in a class action suit, but they didn't get far. Um, they were undocumented immigrants. So they had like really no recourse when they got taken advantage of. That's awful. Yeah. So initially when Bill Ackman announced um, that he was shorting this stock, like I mentioned, it, it seemed to be going well. The stock plummeted. Then what I fucking hated is that Carl Icahn, who's like this other billionaire hedge fund guy, decided to basically just like do a big fuck you to Bill Ackman because they hate each other because of like some annoying um, like hedge fund rich bro thing. feud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like truly rich people shit. <laughs> yeah. So Carl Icahn is like, I hate Bill Ackman. So I'm going to actually back the Herbalife stock. No. And he like bought a bunch of it up. And so then it started to rise. That's just a rich guy. Cause that's like, he's like, I don't care any of the side effects. I just want to make a rich guy pissed off. It is some rich guy shit. And one um, line in the documentary that is like kind of burned into my brain forever was that when they were just kind of like doing their little pissing contest, Carl Icahn had this quote where he goes, Bill Ackman is just a little Jewish boy. We'd make fun in the schoolyard. And I was like, excuse me? Like, what? Oh, my God. I'm like, that's not a thing you can say, sir. That's like a thing that he said on the news. Like, I'm sorry. I was so mad. Okay. Yeah. So um, I won't be going to Icon Stadium anytime soon. I mean, well, (laughs) because the pandemic and also the hymn now. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly because I'm mad at Carl Icon personally. I know he he did uh, buy the medical school my brother went to, so that is where he went to school. But (laughs) um, whatever. So Bill Ackman was like not in a good position in 2017. He pivoted from shorting the stock to a put position, and again, please don't ask me what it means. I'm going to try my best. I was going to say, I'm like, what are a put a put put? Is this like silly putty? What's going on? This is the closest I've ever gotten to investing, and I'm doing great. You are doing doing great. (laughs) Okay, so according to thestreet.com, um, a put position is the a contract.com? Thestreet.com. Okay. So you know it's real. It's coming from the streets. The streets. That sounds like Giselle. <laughs> like according like word on the street.com. Word on the street is a put position <laughs> is a contract that gives an investor the right but not the obligation to sell shares of an underlying security at a set price at a certain time. Um, I mean, basically, my interpretation of this, and like, I could be very wrong. So why am I saying it? <laughs> I think That's it's just less extreme than shorting. Like, you're betting on the stock price to decrease, but not necessarily hit zero. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't matter because in any case, in 2019, he gave up. He took the L. He lost a billion dollars. He was like, "We're not going to be able to prove that Herbalife is a pyramid scheme." And yeah, he took the L. The other thing is, I forgot to mention this, but he he did say that all the money that he was going to get from the short would be donated to charity so that people weren't like, well, you're just betting on this company to fail so you can get rich. My take on that is like, why wouldn't you just then donate your money? Because like he's already rich. Yeah. Like, why does it have to become a dick measuring contest with Carl Icahn in order for you to donate money? If you really believe that these people were harmed. 
That's a thing, right? And it's also like you did all this song and dance where you could have just written the check. Yeah, it's like, quiet. dude, you produce a whole documentary. Right? Like, um, and like it's a documentary about like himself being great, too. <laughs> I feel like Like Yeah, like, come on, Bill, you really could have just donated the money. Like Bill could have just paid the bill. Even if it wasn't a billion dollars, like you could have I don't know that he didn't, but like that was never mentioned in Ugh, any of the articles. God. So that's betting on zero. Do you recommend people watching it too? It's a good one. I mean, if you know someone who's got like, I don't even think I need to have a YouTube subscription. I think it's not free regardless. <laughs> if they put it back on Netflix, absolutely. If not, I mean, I liked it. I think it's interesting. I also think the John Oliver segment is like just as good and it's only 30 minutes. Yeah, he had a good this one. This one's yeah. on YouTube for free, guys. You can do it. it I mean, it, it'll be a dark day when John Oliver starts charging people for his content. I mean, I would happily pay for it because he's a funny man, but come on, John. Yeah. You, you're getting HBO checks. You don't have to do that to us just yet. Right. Yeah. Just Google like John Oliver Herbalife and you'll find it. Um, it is a truly iconic segment. Yeah, it was a 2016 segment where he like ripped Herbalife apart. Like a true... So good. ...new who... Uh, and in 2016, according to the video, you'd get discounts based on how much you're buying from Herbalife. Uh, and to stay qualified for the discounts, you'd have to, shocker, keep buying the products. Uh, and mm. he also mm-hmm. pointed out that you can only do the recruit uh, do the recruit five friends who recruit five friends. And then within 13 cycles, you run out of people on Earth. Yeah, because that was like a common thing in all the Herbalife, like the conventions and their... Um I don't know, just like materials. They were like, all you got to do is get five friends who then get five more friends. And it's like, yeah, that sounds easy, but you run out of people in the world. Right. And also they're really um, underestimating how hard it is to make friends as an adult. (laughs) Yeah. I can barely get my friends to come to my birthday party. They're not going to buy shit from me. Yeah. I'm like, and also where am I? They're like, okay, make five more friends. I'm like, okay. You just like walk up to like, a group of people at the park or at a bar like hey so do you guys like mahjong like what's happening here you know what i mean mahjong. and that, that's exactly everyone would run away from me because they're like mahjong is a game that my aunt plays in boca Raton. i don't want to play that with you <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i don't know you did pretty well with the herbal life distributors but that's true um, we were close yeah some of them are cute i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i also was very drunk waiting for my nine hour delayed flight Oh, my God. That's horrible. Oh, it was awful. I've never went from having, I mean, I guess this is just an airport. I went from having, like, uh, toast and, like, a, like breakfast to just, I'll have a dirty martini. <laughs> <laughs> that is iconic. We had to board and unboard three different planes. Holy that's shit. A new, that's also might just be New Orleans Airport. They're like, uh, this plane doesn't have a wing. Just get to the other <laughs> one. We left it on Bourbon Street. Oh, truly. They're like, this one, has, they have vomit on the seats, but, you know, it's Nola. It's Mardi Gras. I'm surprised the Herbalife distributors didn't try to fix the plan with their shakes. Oh my god! <laughs> but actually, I think if I think the Herbalife people are are one set. If it was like the essential oils people, then they would because those people think essential oils can fix anything. Oh, truly! Oh my god! And I would have had such a headache if like they just like defeat put a diffuser in the middle of the aisle. Oh my god! <laughs> you would like rip open the window and just like I, jump I, out. I truly would have. Well, one of the Herbalife people was allergic to peanuts, so we couldn't have any peanuts on the plane, which, I mean, of course, did not want to do that. But my friend who I was I traveling with... I have ever really had peanuts on a plane. Well, had, I know, yeah, or like no peanut products. So you couldn't have mm. M&M peanuts, which my friend was very upset about. But that's besides the point. That is kind of sad. Peanut butter sandwiches are very easy to transport. 
Right? And they're kind of a, they're a pure joy. Pure, pure joy. Okay, but anyway, back to Herbalife. So there have been some updates lately. In October 2020, um, a federal court reopened a $140 million class action lawsuit in Miami. I wonder if they'll use uh, Casey Anthony's uh, PI firm. Holy shit. Yes. Oh, my God. I can only hope. I was thinking her or like the that guy who got scammed by the fake Saudi prince. Oh, yes. Who like owned the Fontainebleau. God, what what a what an icon that fake Saudi prince. I love him. <laughs> So the people in this class action suit are seeking over 140 million from the top 44 distrib- distributors. And basically the plaintiffs are alleging that the distributors made false claims about how you could earn your wealth, saying you could do it through hard work when shocker, you earn money from recruiting, which I was like, isn't this the same thing that you guys like already paid hundreds of millions of dollars for? Yeah. Let me go back to my own notes. Yeah. Literally. This was back in 2016. Like you already paid 200 million to the Federal Trade Commission for making these same claims. <laughs> Boom, Your Honor, I rest my case. Bring in the dancing lobsters. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So, and this is actually really sad because one of the plaintiffs in the case spent a um, hundred grand on oh. Herbalife shit, including twenty thousand dollars on these Circle of Success events where. Basically, you would, I guess, meet with the top distributors who would just say shit like, success is just around the corner. You just have to go to more of the events. Oh, my God. Um, big gifting circle energy. I will say that much. And also big like TJ Maxx throw pillow energy. Like you'd pay 20 grand to go have people read TJ Maxx quotes to you. Like she believed she could. So she did type of thing. Oh, my God. Uh, you're right. I hate it. No. The problem is, though, that like when you sign up to be an Herbalife distributor, you agree to settle all your disputes in arbitration, which I don't know how to explain it, but I just know that arbitration is shitty and you shouldn't sign a contract. No. Okay, I shouldn't be giving legal advice on this podcast, but like you basically forfeit your right to like sue in court when you sign a document that you're going to settle all your disputes in arbitration. So essentially now Herbalife is trying to claim that these people in this class action suit don't actually have the claim to file a suit damn so we're gonna see it's very meta very meta very meta very back and forth herbalife is weird because i feel like it's one of those historic pyramid scheme companies that it's kind of like an amway or like a primerica where they've just been around forever they should get shut down they i feel like just have so much money and influence that it's not happening. They just kind of, they, they're, it's like the like cockroaches with the atomic bomb. They just always find a way. Yeah. To stay, stay scheming. To stay scheming. I mean, you've been listening to Scam Goddess. I can tell. I, truly. Yeah, truly. Oh my God. Oh, she's so I good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So that's kind of what's happening with, with Herbalife. I, I personally don't think it's like going away anytime soon. No. Um, unfortunately, I would hope so, but yeah, not at all. I can't imagine this one going out without a fight or having yeah. any issue because I feel like the arbitration shit. Yeah, I mean, I also feel like these things, um, these these take forever. Like we were talking about the downfall of LuLaRoe like in what, 2019? Yeah. And that shit is still pending. Like it is making its way through the courts. People are still walking with cosmic leggings that are made out of truly styrofoam like tissue paper (laughs) like full-on yeah so like these things take a while and i don't know what's what's gonna happen there but it's a mess 
I do, I do love a good pyramid scheme story. I know, yeah, no one has tried to sell me Herbalife ever, though. No, that's the thing. I've been approached for like, oh my God, what's the one? Arbun is a big one. Arbun? Yeah. I don't Arbon, know. Arbun, I don't know. It's like A R B O N N E. I thought, is Arbon. it like a Cinnabon? What, is, what do they sell you? I think they just sell like general types of beauty products and makeup and like random shit now. I think every, <laughs> the problem with all these pyramid scheme companies is they start with like a very specific lane. But then they realize that other pyramid scheme companies are doing something, so they're like, "Oh shit, we got to get on that." Yes, they lose their um, their uh, originality. They lose their yeah. Like their, I feel like Arbon is probably selling those like diffusers now because they're like, "Oh shit, someone else is doing it, so we gotta try to corner this market." And it's like, just just stick to what you know. Dare to be different. Six of the status quo, High School Musical. <laughs> Oh, your influence is rubbing off on me. I mean, God, God bless. <laughs> isn't it great? Isn't isn't life easier when everything's a song? Yes, <laughs> love that for me. But I don't I don't know what else I really have to say about Herbalife. I think that's kind of all there is right now. I think that's where we are. If anybody has ever sold or like maybe had like family members who have sold Herbalife, let us know because we want to know some yeah. thoughts from the inside. You know if what I mean? you've tried it. Definitely Ooh. let us know. <laughs> Yo, if you lost weight from Herbalife, let a bitch know, because then I'll be joining this game. <laughs> so we figured we're going to, like, we never know how to end episodes. It's not me and Sarah's forte. Then that's why we're bringing in Jorge to help us end our um, episode. So, like, if you're done with it, if, you, if you're not into us and you're just like, you know, I got my case, I'm out log off, you know, get your coffee, go to the bathroom, do your thing. But we're going to start playing games at the end of these episodes. So if you want to stick around and have a little fun and a little extra lols, we'll call it, we're doing that right now. I mean, I'm glad because I always feel weird being like, and that's it for the gruesome murder. And then I just go about my day. I need a, a little a chaser. You need a little chaser. Yeah, this is the, uh, yeah, this is like the pickle juice to the pickleback shot right now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Today, we are going to play a game that we're calling What the Cell? So, <laughs> <laughs> the and we know right Danny there. came you're, up you're, with you're, that you're name. You're loving, loving the <laughs> so, the way this game is going to work is I have researched a few interesting MLMs, and I'm going to tell you the name of the companies, and you're going to try to guess what they sell. Okay. okay. I'm going to say right now, see, now the problem is I'm going to hide myself out, but if I don't get all of these right, I will be spending the next four hours on Reddit. <laughs> or just like in your bathroom mirror being like, who is that girl I see staring straight <laughs> Right? All right. So let's get right into it. The first one is called Doterra. D-O-T-E-R-R-A. Do, ooh, do they sell gravel? <laughs> <laughs> like Terra, like Terra's gr- earth and you do it. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of close. They sell essential oils. Um, They're the big one, aside from um, Young Living, which we did that episode on. Yes, Sarah. I think I think your knowledge might be too good for this game. But, too good, but <laughs> thank God I'm an idiot. So <laughs> there's that. I even had a hint prepared for this one, but I don't think you even need these. What's the hint? The hint was Ooh. that their name is inspired by the Latin phrase, gift of the earth. I mean, Danny was like on the right track. That's true. Well, here's my thing, because I took Latin in middle school, so I know my fucking etymology. Or there entom- you go. One is bugs and one is words. I'm not, you <laughs> Yes, know. entomology or etymology. 
I don't know. I know. And I had a friend in middle school who was whose brother was really into bugs, and it is why we stopped being friends. <laughs> I'm not gonna go over your house with a scorpion on my back, like literally. Stop! Oh my god. <laughs> so a fun fact about DoTerra is they they actually claim that these essential oils can cure almost anything, like cancer, autism, oh. Ebola. <laughs> And most recently, actually, COVID-19, you know. Oh, well, I'm not shocked about that. (laughs) They're very agile. What are we wearing masks for? We'll just do Tara. All we need is frankincense or whatever the fuck. So (laughs) what they recommend is that you consume 24 drops of oil a day. No. Which is literally toxic. Yeah, big fat, no. Um, (laughs) What a terrible business plan to just poison all your customers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Who's going to buy it if they're all dead? (laughs) Yeah, not only will it not cure COVID, but it will like disintegrate all your taste buds, I feel. I mean, technically, if you die of essential oil poisoning, you're not dying of COVID. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Big brain move right there. (laughs) Look at that. Work smarter, not harder, people. That's some CEO (laughs) shit for (laughs) Dutera. All right. Next up, we have a company calling itself Prime America. Can they sell steaks? Like, is that an <laughs> MLM thing? I guess that not. would be a good one, right? Like, you just sell food. Uh, and, 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 ooh, I feel like they sell mm, like fencing, like fences. Interesting. All right, I'm gonna give you a hint, Sarah. Do you just okay. know already? Okay, well, the Primerica is weird because I feel like they sell everything. Like, I feel like they sell everything from water to, like, insurance. Unless I'm getting them confused with Amway. So, a hint is to think of the primes. Primes. The first word. Prime numbers? Do they sell sell Kumon coupons? (laughs) It's related to numbers. Okay. Life insurance? Yeah, life insurance. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. So they sell financial products in general, but one of them is life insurance, but they also sell mutual funds, variable annuities, segregated funds, loans, oh long-term my God. car insurance. That's crazy. I think the only thing worse than getting a life insurance policy would be getting it from a pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I truly cannot imagine a worse financial decision than buying life insurance from someone who is actively participating in an MLM. In, in <laughs> scamming you. You're just like, that's not, there's no insurance there. No. The insurance is that you are sure to get scammed. Yeah. You should have just bought a steak. I mean, that's my thing. Yeah, I'm like, right? At least get a little mashed potatoes with your impending doom. Right. I know, but they're actually huge and they're a publicly traded company. That has done like billions of dollars in revenue. So insane. Uh, it's it's insane. Where's Bill Ackman? He needs to short Primerica. Oh, and Amway. Yeah. yeah. This That's is when true. I'm like, I gotta I either need to like lose a conscience so I can start making millions and scamming people. Like literally. I think we would we would have a good wine MLM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to join our downline, hit us up. Um we yeah. only sell Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Grigio. <laughs> A down wine, and that's what we call it. <gasps> wow! And that's it. Wow! I don't. Wow. You, just, you just go to Target and buy the wine twist off, twist off wine, and you just <laughs> Venmo me and Zara, and we're <laughs> and, and and we're we're making our millions. There we go. All right. Next up, we have this one's a little bit more popular, so you might both know it. It's called Monat. Oh, I do. Oh, yes. We did. We did the episode. Yeah, oh, you did a, the episode. And poo that's gonna make your hair fall out right there. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty awful. Uh, there's a recent update on this though, so we'll hit that. 
So Business Insider actually described the company's activities during 2020 and the pandemic as predatory and noted that it was using memes and coronavirus anxiety to target millions of newly unemployed Americans. Oh, my God. The memes are used for evil. <laughs> I, the call is coming from inside the house. It really is. <laughs> That's what you know. My God, you can't trust the memes. Who can you trust? It's also, it's like, was that people like in, people were stocking up on toilet paper and like ramen noodles. Were bitches stocking up on Mona? Like Mona? Like, is that yeah. like, how, what's the business plan there for that? I don't know. God forbid you run out of shampoo. And then you run out, well, then you run out of hair. So you don't need the fucking shampoo. Right. <laughs> See, this is another bad business model where, like, the essential oils are killing you and Monat is making your hair fall out, thus eliminating your need for shampoo. So, like, they have to play the long game here. Yeah. And they're not doing it. The long hair game. Yeah, truly. (laughs) Or they just pivot to being, like, the new nair. They're like, if you don't want hair. (laughs) There we go. Let a bitch know. Put this shit on your legs. Yeah. I mean, hey, don't rule it out. Something that I found that really made me gross inside is that the FDA inspected their facilities and then they reported that their products had been prepared, packed, or held under unsanitary conditions whereby they might have been contaminated with filth. Ew. Actual filth. Gross. What is even the science term for filth, too? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, you're rubbing rat shit on your head. You know the what FDA I mean? is just like, this shit is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I don't know what this dirt is, but it is dirt. Like, we're not going to touch this. <laughs> Ew. All right. Next up, we have simply titled, It Works. Oh, my God. Ooh. Why do I, I, why do I want to pivot to like an ED pill? <laughs> 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 that would be like a good one, honestly. I'm surprised there's no MLM for that. Yeah, it's true. Mm. I guess you can only target like half the population with it, you know? Yeah. But, ha- well, but all the horny population, they'll just be popping it though. You know what I mean? True. And yeah. it's like quality over quantity, I feel like with that. Mm. Instead of me getting those spammy emails about enlarging my penis that I don't have, I can get it from <laughs> girls from my high school. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. It's like, they just reach out like, hey, hon, like, yes. does your partner have troubles in the bathroom? Here's a yeah. <laughs> I have trouble getting it up. Yeah, totally. Um, this one I know because I think, oh, no, that's Plexus. Okay, they do like the wraps, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Their flagship product is their crazy wrap thing which it's also called the ultimate body applicator that mm-hmm. somehow you wrap around your torso and it pulls out the toxins from your body. <laughs> I think it's basically just saran wrap coating <laughs> like Bengay. <laughs> <laughs> now, this would be something, though, like that could get popular in quarantine because if you're just sitting there, I'm like, yeah, I'll wrap myself in saran wrap. What the fuck else am I doing? Yeah. It's kind of like true. cool sculpting. You're like, sure, maybe I'll try to freeze my fat off. <laughs> right. And then you're just like, like while like eating Cool Ranch Doritos and you're like, this product does not work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They also, I got to respect their naming conventions. You know, the it <laughs> works, crazy rap thing. They even yeah. call their sales reps rapineurs. Oh, God. Ooh. I hate it. <laughs> respect. That respect. just like stings. Oh my god, yeah. They just got an intern to like name their products two seconds before the launch. They're like, oh, just just call it a crazy rap thing. <laughs> crazy rap thing. Yeah, it's like I like how they're like TLC, crazy, sexy, cool, but crazy rap thing. It's uh, they're, they're halfway there. Love it. Okay, last one on the list. So this is it. For all the marbles, we have Lavelle. 
Now, oh. is this like Patty Lavelle? Like, is she are you just <laughs> getting like a bootleg tapes of her? Because I'd buy that. Okay, I know this one because um, of like the Shanann Watts case. Oh, she did and, this one. Yeah, so this is the company that does thrive those like weird weight loss patches. Oh. Yeah, guys, I spent too much time on the internet. Help <laughs> you really. <laughs> So they sell a vitamin nutrition patch that allegedly helps with weight management, mental clarity, increased energy, improved circulation, appetite control, and the list just goes on and on. Does it also cure on. COVID? <laughs> like, what the fuck is it? What, what are you circulating in my body? Like, what, what's going on with that's, that? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, this is not an air conditioner. Well, yeah. the funny thing about it, too, is that there's no real evidence that putting a patch on your skin can deliver nutrients to your body even the <laughs> premise of it is completely flawed and mental clarity i'm like i mean if the patch is adderall then maybe i'll go with it but like what is in this stuff yeah, yeah well apparently they also put an inordinate amount of caffeine in their patches great oh because wasn't that the thing with chris like he was doing a lot of chris watts he was doing a lot of them and they thought he was like over caffeinated or something or no yes yeah right okay. we did talk about that that I mean, just have a coffee, guys. Like, and that'll regulate you. Know, just cold you. Brew. A, start your morning with two hot black coffees. You'll be regulated, circulated, and awake. <laughs> <laughs> That's just all I gotta say. <laughs> all right, so that was our game, and uh, to no one's surprise, after five rounds of play, Sarah, you are the winner. Of you are. What I am the hell? winner of needing to get a hobby. Woo! <laughs> You're the boss, babe. You're our boss, babe. Oh my god! You're right. I need a mug. Yeah. You're a girl boss. I'm a I'm a I'm a girl boss employee. <laughs> You'll be in my downline. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't wait to sell steaks and Patty LaBelle rat tracks. <laughs> Me too. Well, this is so fun. Thank you, Jorge. Yeah, Absolutely. And thank you guys for listening too. Be sure to join the Facebook group, not another true crime group. If you played along or if you think my ideas for these MLMs are better, let me know in there. Uh, follow us on Instagram, NATC Pod. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sarah Lamim. And thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. We're going to be talking about the disappearance of Missy Bevers. A lot of you guys have dm'd us about this one and we are gonna dive right in yeah so send us your theories and thoughts and everything beforehand and we'll prep it and then we'll we're gonna unpack it together betches